sportsgrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. Sportsgrid.com. Suns last night, and that's what we're going to get out of Phoenix. And I said they were winning it the moment they made this trade. Well, it took me about a three, four days to have the you know the epiphany hit my brain and say, this team's not losing. I mean, you, you, who are you going to guard? You're listening to Opposite Picks with Scott Wetzel on the Sports Grid Radio Network. And welcome to Opposite Picks on this Friday, March 3rd. I am Scott Wetzel sitting in for the next 60 minutes, taking your phone calls at 844-843-6879. Again, that's toll free, 844-843-6879. You want to follow me on Twitter, send a tweet. It is at Opposite Picks. That's O-P-P-O-S-I-T-E, Picks, P-I-C-K-S. Email me, go to the website, OppositePicks.com. Hit the contact Scott icon and fire away. Well, a six feet big enough, 40 is barely enough. Bruins win again. Westbrook Black Cloud hits again. Messages loud and clear. Uh, LeBron's nowhere in sight. Back to ground zero with our open parlays and ladder fudge. Innocent until proven guilty. Add another one to the list. Bears need to go back into hibernation. And uh, NBA over-unders take a hit. We'll get to all those stories, plus your phone calls, pyramid plays, open parlays, and, of course, opposite picks all coming up on the fastest hour on Sports Grid. Ah, what's going on, LLs? How are you on this uh, Friday as we close out another week? First week of March, although half of a week, I suppose, but still the first weekend of March coming up. Uh, we got some NBA stuff, busy slate in the, in the NBA tonight, busy hockey slate. Uh, we got some uh, NFL combine stuff to get to. Uh, we got uh, white versus black in the MVP race in the NBA, which is really pathetic. And uh, some other little tip. Ah, NHL. How about that? We actually got some hockey news that we can talk about. So a lot to get to over here next 60 minutes. So let's hop right to it. Big game NBA last night. Big because just, you know, you want to know how far the Mavs have to fall before they turn it around. Maybe they've hit rock bottom, but they did win last night, uh, beat the 76ers, although it was a struggle when it shouldn't have been. Remember their last game, they blew that 27-point lead to the Lakers. Last night, they're up 20 again. Uh, Philadelphia cuts the lead to four in the closing seconds, but uh, Dallas is able to hold on this time around, 133-126. So they knock off the 76ers. Now two and four with Luka and uh, Kyrie playing. Both went for 40-plus, Luka 42, and Kyrie 40. You know, yesterday we talked about how the Phoenix Suns, with the first game with uh, Kevin Durant, had their quintessential game. Because everybody chipped in, uh, you know, Durant got his 23, Booker had 37, Paul had uh, double digits and assists, uh, Aiton had 16 points with 16, 17 rebounds. I mean, it was really just like the, the quintessential game. I won't necessarily say that about Dallas, but it's the game that Dallas is going to need in order to win. Dallas isn't great. The, the, there's not a whole heck of a lot there outside of Luka and Kyrie. You know, Bullock can be okay at times. You know, Kleber coming off the bench. Christian Wood, which I don't know. Um, he, he's a great example of being on a, a lousy team last year with Houston and score a gazillion points. Get on a good team where you actually have to win, and he's been an afterthought. So I don't think he's going to be on this team after this year, free agent. Um, but, you know, the only way Dallas is going to win is if Luka goes for 40 and Kyrie goes for 40. You know, maybe not to that extreme, 
But that, that's what happened last night with Luka going for 42 and Kyrie going for 40, and they still only won by seven, you know, putting 133 points on the board. That, that's going to be your Dallas M.O., you know. Luka's going to have to go for 35-plus, and Kyrie, you know, generally is not a 40-point score, but he's going to have to go for 25-plus. You're going to need 60-plus points out of both those two guys for the most part in order to have any success. I, I don't know if they can sustain that. I really don't. In fact, I don't think they can. I, I, that's really how I should put it. Not that I don't know, but I don't think they can sustain that. That's why I like their under second half of the season. But for one night, you know, that they can be all smiles, 133-126. But, you know, here's the NBA, you know, and, and listen, I'm not going to get into too detail with, with Kendrick Perkins. You know, we all have our own fights, and, and that's his battle. He, in essence, is saying the Joker's getting the MVP award because he's white. I, I'm not even going to go down that road. But basically that and he uh, stats the Pats, which I have said before as far as statting the Pats is concerned. I do think he deserves the MVP. Uh, if, in fact, Denver has the best record, he is by far the best player on that team. And uh, by far that team would be in last place, you know, w- without him. So he really is, to me, fulfills all the requirements. The, the knock on him is he doesn't score 30 points a game. All right. But I- I've told you this before. He takes games off, not losses wins you know when, when they're playing you know pick a team detroit or houston san antonio you know the drubs of the nba he'll throw out 10 15 points you know get us 15 rebounds and then 15 assists literally and they win by 20 but he's not a stat pattern in, in a strange sort of way you know he he doesn't pile on the points stats wise he doesn't feel the need for it so he doesn't do it and then because of that Listen, you, you go 10, 15 points below your average, it's tough to make that up. I mean, think about that. If you average 30 and, uh, you know, for two games, you just decide, you know what, we're, we're living by 20, 25 points. Oh, what am I going to do? I'm going to kill myself because I can, what, get 30 points? So I'll end the game with 15 points. Well, in order to make up that 15-point difference, you got to get 45 your next time. And if you do it a couple times, you got to get 45 a second time. That's tough. That's what I mean by it's hard to make up those points when you don't score, when you have those clunker games. And, I, and I've showed you before how he has those. So I'm not worried about a scoring average. But NBA last night, really, in this Dallas game, shows you why some of these stats are a joke. I mean, a key point in the game, and I got two Dallas Mavericks who aren't even trying. Not even trying. And one of them is Luka. I'll get to that when we come back. Bruins, some college basketball, a little NFL stuff as well. Opposite pick, Sports Good Radio, just getting underway. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. I want you to get up now. I want all of you to get up out of your chairs. I want you to get up right now and go to the window, open it, and stick your head out and yell, Opposite Picks. You're listening to Opposite Picks with Scott Wetzel on the Sports Grid Radio Network. Hey, welcome back. It is Opposite Picks right here on Sports Grid Radio, 12 minutes past the hour, 844-843-6879. We'll open up the lines here uh, in a couple of minutes. First up, I just want to finish up on the last night's NBA. So th- th- this is the NBA. This really is, and this is the quintessential example I can give you of a guy, you know, uh, feeding his stats, not because he's feeding his stats, just because there's no competition out there. 
So Dallas, I, you know, I got Philadelphia plus the four. I got it in early, right? I know it dropped to three, but I got it at four. Every blue moon, I do the right thing, and I put them in right after our show because these lines always drop. And I got to tell you, I, I got to remind me, I got a good example. You think that we don't move the dial a little bit here? Uh, I, I know we might not be anymore at night, but I'm telling you, we. I'll, I'll get to that in a second. So, uh, so I got Philadelphia at four. Right? I, I ripped up the ticket. They're down 22. Another stinker performance from the Philadelphia 76ers back-to-back. I hate betting on teams back-to-back. They're actually 5-2 and two against the spread on the, the second leg of back-to-back games. So they make the comeback. It's the NBA. Shouldn't have ripped up the ticket. They cut it to four. They're down five. Fast forward. 21 seconds left. Right? They found Maxi Kleber for Dallas. Dallas is up five now. I'm getting four. Kleber is a 60% free throw shooter. Hits both free throws, they go up seven games over. He misses the first free throw. Now again, he's a 60% free throw shooter, so he basically sucks at the free throw line, and he just missed a free throw, right? And this is big. You got to get that second free throw. It'll keep it a two-possession game, but with 21 seconds left, you know, up six pretty much seals the deal. Luke is on the free throw line. I don't Remember who was on the other side. He was on to the near side if you're looking at the court. And I would say, tell you, but I just I didn't see who was on the other side. So Kleber throws the free throw up. Now you would think, right? It's a five-point game. I got a lousy free throw shooter at the free throw line. He just missed a free throw. If I can, you know, if he misses again and I get this rebound up five with 21 seconds left. You know, ball game over because they're going to foul me, and I'm Luca. I'm going to go to the free throw line, and I'm going to hit both my free throws, right? So what do you think Luca does, right? Maybe shove the guy next to him because, remember, he's on offense, so he's in the second slot. There's a Philadelphia 76er in the first slot. Uh, maybe he shoves him out of the way? No. Maybe he uh, elbows him in the, in the groin? No. You know, uh, Maybe, you know, he steps in front of him and, and, and is able to grab the rebound because I would tell you Cleaver did miss that second rebound? No. Didn't do any of that. You know what he did? The moment Kleber threw the ball up, remember a 60% free throw shooter who just missed a free throw, Luca runs down the court, doesn't even try to get the rebound, doesn't even worry about whether he's going to make or miss the rebound. Now, listen, you're up three or two. I could understand that. Boy, you don't want to foul in that spot battling for a rebound. But you're up five. So chances are you're not going to get create a foul anyway. But that's the NBA. They don't even care. They, they Strategically, they don't even try to get rebounds and, and play real basketball. I mean, I got the worst free throw shooter in the history of mankind at the free throw line. I got a seven-footer, basically, in Luka, uh, you know, battling for a rebound, and the first thing he does is just takes off down the court. That 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 rebound could have ricocheted 15 feet away, and Luka wasn't going to get it. So that's the stuff when people say, you know, these guys pad their stats. That's what you're talking about with these rebounds. And that's what I'm talking about. I mean, you know, you're not you're not battling, you know, Bill Walton here to grab a rebound or or you know, Elvin Hayes or you know, whoever, Will Chamberlain, I'll date myself. You know, you shack even then. You know, you you're just you're getting the ball because nobody else is trying. 
What a joke. Now Dallas ended up winning. And of course they covered because Philadelphia down five with 20 seconds left. Had a great chance, right? Put up a three, even a deuce. And they missed a bunny layup. They fouled Kyrie. Hits both free throws. Up seven. Still got 10 seconds left. And there's Philadelphia dilly-dallying with the ball, throwing it to each other. They finally hoist up a three. No good. And Dallas wins by seven. So you get the cover, Maverick fans. Fudge. But it was more importantly, just, just that free throw. I was just laughing. I'm like, are you kidding me? You're not even trying. In a key point of the game, why stand on the free throw? Why, why stand on the line then if you're not even going to try? Golden State beats the Clippers. I'll tell you, this Golden State team is... Well, you, you want to write them off. You know, uh, no Steph Curry, obviously, again last night. You just wonder, are they any good? Sometimes they look god-awful. Other times, like two nights ago, they rally from 18 down, beat Portland. Uh, last night, they rallied from double digits down again, uh, beat the Clippers. You know, one thing we forgot about this year, and we got to add this to the list, Golden State third quarters. They remember last year, they were phenomenal. I mean, every single third quarter, they would out, no matter what the situation, but especially if they were trailing or it was a close game, man, they were just beating a snot out of teams in the third quarter. We forgot about that. Now, it's not as good this year because they just hasn't, you know, they've been, haven't been a good team this year. But that's another one that, you know, I'm surprised no one brought that up. But Warrior third quarters, I don't know what their real against the spread record is. I did look up the third quarter margin and they're even. So they haven't scored any more than they've allowed. But I don't know if that necessarily equates to them against the spread or not. So, um, yeah. So anyway, they, they whacked them like 42 to 19 the third quarter game over. Clippers now 0-4 with Westbrook. Three of 12, eight points only, had a bad game. The Russell Westbrook black cloud may be uh, worse than the Wetzel black cloud. I don't know. Steph Curry, speaking of which, they're saying he might be back Sunday when they take on the Lakers. He's been out a month with his left leg injury. We'll see. LeBron out another three weeks, they're saying, with his foot injury. Uh, he's not going to play again. You wait and see. He's gonna. He's, he, he'll be out for, for the rest of the, the season. Hockey last night, Bruins win again. This team is unbelievable. I, I tell you what. Now, what happens in a regular season, it doesn't equate to what happens in a postseason. I'll be the first to admit that in hockey. So thinking at Boston because they're having such a great regular season, and I'm a Bruins fan, uh, it, it means that they're going to win the championship. Nah, you know, that, that, that's not necessarily the case. And plus 420, the, the odds on favorite, as they should be, but... Uh, you can count on one hand how many times the President's Cup, uh, the team with the most points in the regular season, wins the championship in the last 20 years. It just doesn't happen. So I'm, I'm taking this all with a grain of salt, but, man, uh, four games and six nights. They had a back-to-back. -back. They struggled in Calgary, long road trip. Uh, they come home, feisty Buffalo team looking for a playoff spot, and they whack them 7-1. Not even close. Not even close. So they beat the Montreal Canadiens record the 76 77 canadians team for quickest to get 100 points 62 games now it's pointed out back in the 76 77 if the game ended in a tie in regulation there was no overtime no shootout it was just you got one point each so that you know kind of hinders things and allows the boston bruins to get a couple of more points which uh, they got seven overtime wins and shootout wins so but whatever who cares um 48 8 and 5 
fastest to 100 points, 61 games, uh, whether it's uh, today's rules or yesterday's rules. What's the difference? I tell you, the Eastern Conference, we say it all the time, but it's true. Eastern Conference is, it, boy, that, that hockey, if, if, even if you're the slightest hockey fan, that is going to be a lot of fun. Those games are all going to go down to the wire. A lot of good, whether it's the Devils, Carolina, Boston, all these trades, all these teams in the East, whether it's the Devils, whether it's the Rangers getting Patrick Kane, who made his debut last night, didn't score. Rangers lost. Surprise, the line was suspiciously low yesterday. Lo and behold, they, they lose 5-3. to three. Uh, He didn't get the point or obviously or a goal. But you know, with the Rangers you know, doing well as, as well, Toronto, yeah, Eastern Conference is going to be a lot of fun. Football news. You'll never guess with the Chicago Bears. You know, you wonder why the Chicago Bears were the worst team in the NFL uh, last year. I'll give you the reason why when we come back. Opposite Pick, Sports Grid Radio. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. I want you to get up now. I want all of you to get up out of your chairs. I want you to get up right now and go to the window, open it, and stick your head out and yell. Bird brain, butthead, meathead, fathead, imbecile, simpleton, moron, dork, schmuck, klutz, clown, mental, midget, jerk, jackass in the world. You're listening to Opposite Picks with Scott Wetzel on the Sports Grid Radio Network. Hey, welcome back. It is Ops Picks right here on Sports Grid Radio, 25 past the hour, 844-843-6879. A couple of football notes before we open up the lo- uh, phones. Uh, Chicago Bears, see what they're doing? You know, on the surface, uh, no, no big deal, Scott, but, you know, it's the Bears. You know, when, when the Kansas City Chiefs do something like this and you're the champions of the Philadelphia Eagles, you know, the NFC champions, it's like, oh, okay, yeah, that, that's kind of cool. But when you're the last place team and you do it, then you're bozos, right? So the Bears are trying to figure out at the combine, you know, who's good, who's not good, and who's competitive and who loves football, this, that, what have you, right? So uh, they have the, the people, uh, the potential draftees playing a game. Now, quote, unquote, from Ryan Poles, the uh, GM, we're looking for hardworking guys who love football and who are passionate about football. Okay. So what's the problem, Scott? So they put these guys through these games to figure out how competitive they are, obviously, about football. So what do you think? They, they made them play a couple of games of Madden football? No. Uh, maybe talking football? One of the greatest games ever? No. Uh, electronic football, the greatest game ever. You know, we, we have the, uh, the, the, the the football field that that uh, is electronic and you turn it on and the guys all vibrate, you know, and the guy ends up going around in circles and stuff. No, 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 not that either. Uh, long story short. They have the guys playing darts and putt-putt golf. They want to see how competitive these guys are. Are you are you kidding me? Really, you're gonna draft a guy or not draft a guy based on the fact he can give a rat's behind about putt putt golf and darts? What, what are you kidding me? You're looking for football players. You know, if you like the concept of okay, I want to see them be competitive. 
uh, in a non-football game-related situation. All right, you want to have them play Madden football? You want to have them play some of those other football games? I, I think it's goofy, but okay, I get it. But why would you have them play darts, putt-putt golf? Uh, they're sitting there with a straight face on the NFL Network explaining this. I'm like, are you kidding me? Are, are, you, are you serious? Really? You wonder why you had the worst record in the NFL? You, you're, you're drafting guys who want to play darts and, and golf. Unbelievable. Bryce Young, he's not going to get um, measured until tomorrow. But the word is he's six feet, you know, maybe six one. They list him as six one. So he tells the media yesterday, or actually this morning, I guess, uh, I've been this size respectfully my whole life. Well, actually, no, you haven't. You didn't pop out of your mother's womb at six feet. I hate to break it to you. You know, uh, I, I'm guessing in high school, you weren't six feet one if you are that now. You know, maybe in college, yes, but, you, you know, you were not six feet your whole life. Uh, I know who I am, he says. I know what I can do. For me, it's fair. Everyone can speculate, ask me questions. I'm going to continue to control what I can control, continue to keep working my hardest. I'm confident in myself, and I know what I can do. Okay, you know, that, that that sounds fine. But, you know, don't tell the whole world that you've been six feet your whole life. And even if you think you have been six feet your whole life, you haven't been playing in the NFL your whole life. That's the key. I don't care. Maybe you did come out of your mother's womb six feet, but you've never played in the NFL. Now, listen, you want to go pro? I'll go negative. I could throw you Jalen Hurts is listed as 6-1. I could throw you two attacks for the Dolphins is listed as 6-1. Two, when healthy, quarterbacks have shown that they can perform in the NFL. Uh, you want to go back to Drew Brees at six feet. You know, they're, they're a guy. You go back to Doug Flutie at 5-8, for goodness sakes. Uh, so, yeah, there are guys that, that you know, can play at 6-1, but... I'll throw you the same Jalen Hurts and two attacks as the argument on why you don't draft a quarterback 185 pounds at 6-1 because both of those guys are hurt. Two attacks, we all know about with his concussion. Jalen Hurts at the end of the year when he missed three, four games, whatever it was, with his shoulder injury. You know, and, and that's in a year in which both guys were, when playing, were successful. But that's the downside of drafting a guy 6-1, 185 pounds. They're, they're going to get hurt. They're going to, you know, can you win a Super Bowl if they all stay healthy? Yeah. You know, Philadelphia things, you know, breaks go the right way. I could see them winning a Super Bowl with, with Hurts. But that doesn't mean you're going to have the guy for 15 years. Uh, I mean, I wouldn't draft him. After, Dolphin fan, two attacks. I, I want nothing of a six-feet quarterback weighing 185 pounds. Nope. He's going to get himself killed. Even with all the rules that they do to protect the quarterback, I wouldn't do it. And like I said, you may get a Jalen Hurts winning a Super Bowl. You may get a Kyler Murray winning a Super Bowl. You know, you may get one of these uh, um, smaller guys, I'll say, get winning Super Bowls. You might, but uh, over the long haul, I don't, I don't think uh, you're going to have that sustainability. I just, you're, you're bound to get hurt being that small. So I wouldn't draft him. And he, they may list him. I'm curious to see what the measurements are on Saturday. That's what I told you the other day when we were talking about how he wasn't going to throw. Forget about throwing. I'll throw. I'll throw left-handed, right-handed, upside down, backward. Who, who cares? Well, if I want to protect something, I want to protect my size and my weight, which is what all these people really want to know. Now, that doesn't take hard to figure out how tall you are when you stand next to him. You know, he was standing next to Drew Brees, and Brees was 
a little bit taller than him. So they say he's 6'1", and then, you know, that, that's on tippy toes. But, you know, the legit measurements will come out tomorrow. So I'd be curious to see. But he, to me, too small. But that's the way the NFL is going, though. Smaller the better. That's okay because you're scrambling around and it's not dropping back to pass anymore. So from maybe from that standpoint, you, you do draft him. All right, 844-843-6879. Dom in East Rochester starts us off on this uh, Friday uh, morning. What's going on, Dom? How are you today, bud? Good, buddy. How are you doing today? Uh, pretty good. Pretty good. You know, Scotty, I lived through this with Baker Mayfield, as you know. Uh, and actually, out of the four quarterbacks, I would have picked uh, Rosen, so I would have been wrong. I didn't know about Josh Allen, and he's a little cuckoo anyway. But, uh, yeah. Scotty, is there a bigger joke than this combine? You know, you're drafting a quarterback. One guy's uh, six uh, six feet, which is 5'10". One, one guy's six feet, which is 6'1". <laughs> you know, there's a guy 6'4". Give me the guy 6'4". I'm sick of hearing about Drew Brees. When Drew Brees was drafted, the defensive uh, uh, ends were were were, were uh, six foot two. Now now they're seven foot two. You know, will you stop it? It's true. You you cannot have a six foot quarterback, which is really five ten anyway. You know, when they say six feet, how, how difficult is it? You know, Scotty, you guys are talking about your quarterback in 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 uh, in Miami. I, you know, you're not going to win with him. I, I you know, right. you guys are kidding yourself. You're you're really you're the best of the bunch. But the other guys are kidding themselves. It, 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 it's it's not going to happen. So anyway, Scotty, I, I really called because uh, uh, when the guy didn't get the rebound. Did you lose a bet? Um, no, it actually helped my situation because I had Philadelphia. So I'm glad he didn't try and get the rebound. Well, I was going to pick on you because I haven't forgiven you for saying, that, you know, uh, Tom, the only reason he wanted the guy to score in the Super Bowl. Score? Was, uh, <laughs> yeah. You know, as a better. Yeah, of course it was as a better. You know. Uh, of course, it was in in the case of the Super Bowl. But you can't say it was the right move, though. But you can't say it's the right move to score a touchdown. Oh, my God, Scotty. Again, not with two minutes left, but with 30 seconds left, 15 seconds left, they're going to let you walk right in. They're not even going to touch you. Stop it. Stop it. But, but, but see, the thing is, it, it's a gambler. It's a gambler, you know. That's that. That's the whole ball of wax. And I thought that's what right. was happening uh, to you today. So, but anyway, back no, to the combine. No. Wait, 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 when are they? When are they just going to scrap this combine and 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 stop it? So, you know, I never told you. I'll tell you very quickly because you're talking about the what the hell game are they going to play? The, uh, the, what do you mean? The, what game they're going to play? Uh, at, at the combine to uh, to do uh, oh golf golf and darts yeah oh, darts and golf. Yeah. <laughs> when my son was going to the University of Florida, he took a course with some of the football players. You know what the course was? Right. Frisbee uh, golf. Logic. Frisbee frisbee golf. <laughs> 
Let's go. You know, the sad thing about that, Thomas, you had to pay, uh, you probably paid, uh, I went up $500 in credit, so probably like $1,500, even more than that. What am I saying for that course? It was a long time. It was a long time ago, yeah. but uh, it just goes to show you if these guys are going to school. But, you know, it was part of the, uh, the physical education uh, uh, program. <laughs> I did. I, you know what? I, I will say this. And good, good call, Dom. Appreciate it. But I did take a course in logic uh, in, in college. Um, I think I got a C. <laughs> Believe it or not. I guess if you hear some of my takes, that probably makes sense to you. But yeah, I, I did have a logic course in, in college. All right. Opposite picks, more phone calls, pyramid plays, the open parlays, the whole kit and caboodle, shots on goal, all coming up next right here. Opposite picks, Sports Good Radio. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, yes. LLs know what that music means. Time to take out those patented pencils. Get set for the fastest and, more importantly, most profitable five minutes in radio. Opposite picks. What are opposite picks you newbies ask? Well, we give you seven games, 7,000 reasons why we like one side, and then we go opposite. Why? <clears throat> because despite all the stats, trends, hunches, systems, injury reports, weather reports, and everything else, nobody but nobody beats the boys in Vegas. Got a nice little seven-pack of games for you tonight. <clears throat> All NBA. Here we go. We're going to start in Boston, uh, where the Celtics lay in 11 against Brooklyn. Celtics, obviously, the real deal. Nets are the fakers. In fact, I think the Nets are making the play, aren't making the playoffs, rather. And I'll get to that story in a minute here. Uh, they've lost seven of nine since the KD and Kyrie trades. It started out well, but they faded badly. A road game at Boston is not exactly the place to turn things around. Big number, yes, but consider this. The Nets have lost three of their last four games by 14 24 and 44 points. Yes, 44. Lay the 11. It's a gift. Love the Celtics tonight. And give me Brooklyn plus the 11. Pick number two. Knicks laying a point and a half at Miami. Wow. I told you last month, though, about how streaky this, uh, this Knicks team can be. They're on a winning streak now. Seven straight wins, including five by double digits. They're rolling, and they have one of the best road records in the league, 18 and 12 straight up. How about that? Miami, oh, by the way, has lost five of six as well. Love the Knicks tonight. Yeah, give me Miami plus the one and a half. Pick number three, Phoenix laying four versus Chicago. Uh, this is the kiss theory. Keep it simple, stupid. And uh, don't make this harder than it has to be theory as well, as we always tell you. KD and the Suns crushed Charlotte their first game together. Chicago is a little bit better than Charlotte, but not really that much, to tell you the truth. And this line dropped. It was five and a half last night, only four this morning. Are you kidding me? Really? Uh, unless we find out KD's not playing for some goofy reason. Love Phoenix laying only four? Uh, give me Chicago plus the four. Pick number four, Utah plus one at Oklahoma City. OKC's lost a season-high five in a row, including four straight without star Shea Gilchrist Alexander, who will probably miss tonight's game with his uh, abdominal strain. They don't win without him on the court, folks, and that includes tonight against the Jazz, who refuse to go away. They're three and two their last five as they keep on fighting for a playoff spot. Love Utah here getting a point. Uh, give me uh, Oklahoma City, uh, minus one. 
Pick number five, Denver laying five and a half versus Memphis. Great game on paper. Unfortunately, they don't play the game on paper. Uh, Memphis fans wish they did because they're only 12 and 18 on the road. 10, 8, uh, 10, 19, and 1 against the spread on the road as well. Overall, good. Road, lousy. Denver, nearly unbeatable at home. 28 and 4. Denver's not losing. And I'll take my chances laying five and a half if they get the cover. Love the Nuggets here. Uh, give me uh, Memphis uh, plus the five and a half. Pick number six, Minnesota plus one at the Lakers. Uh, Lakers were able to win at OKC without LeBron and AD. AD figures to return tonight, so it will be just like the NBA for them to lose, right? Win on the road without their stars, lose at home with their stars. That's the NBA. You know, for no other reason, love Minnesota here. Uh, give me the, the Lakers uh, plus the one. Pick number seven, Sacramento. Let's see what the latest line is uh, because we weren't sure what they were going to do with the, some of the players from last night with the Clippers playing. Uh, Clippers are getting six, so Sacramento laying six. I like it. I normally wouldn't play the Kings against a good team like the Clippers, but L.A. played last night at Golden State. They lost. They've lost four straight. That probably means no Kawhi, maybe no even Paul George as well. Because God forbid these guys should play back-to-back -back nights. And if that's the case, then they have no shot. Kings 7-2 and two, their last nine games overall. Just two games behind the Grizzlies, believe it or not, for the second-best record in the Western Conference. The sec Sacramento, my goodness sakes, love the Kings here. Uh, give me the Clippers uh, plus the five and a half. Opposite picks. I uh, got a uh, seven-pack for you. All NBA. Got to grab Brooklyn plus 11 at Boston. We're taking Miami plus a point and a half at home against the Red Hot Knicks. Grabbing Chicago plus four against uh, Phoenix. Grabbing Oklahoma City minus the one against uh, Utah. Taking Memphis plus five and a half against Denver. Lakers plus one against Minnesota. Clippers uh, plus five and a half, six against Sacramento. Opposite picks for a Friday, March 3rd. Good luck, folks. I was going to say February there for a second. 844-843-6879, uh, but we are done with the month of uh, February. Uh, that is for sure. Quick little month there, 28 days. All right, 844-843-6879. We got our open parlays. We have our uh, shots on goal. Uh, we got our pyramid plays and everything else. A couple of tweets here as well I want to throw at you, uh, including one from Richard Scott. Did you notice how I lost the under 160 in the Southeast Missouri State, Tennessee State last night? Look at the last minute and 57 seconds. They scored 33 points. Wow. I'll check out the play-by-play, -play, Richard. But if that, you know, I, and I don't doubt it, if that's the case. Look, I'm guessing, obviously, a bunch of fouling and just fouling. 33 points in less than two minutes. Oh, that sucks. Also says the Daily Wager guy, Fortenbile. I think that's how you pronounce his name, is using opposite picks for his best bet. Oh, I got to check that out. If he's doing that, that's pretty weak. You know, I respect all these guys. They all have their little, uh, you know, uh, angles and different things. Uh, don't be stealing my opposite picks. I got a patent on that stuff. Uh, Moonbeef tweets in, uh, Scott uh, Hertz is 225 pounds. As I tweeted back to uh, Moonbeef, uh, Hertz is 20, 225 pounds like my wife likes to cook and clean. Please, please. He is not... 225 pounds. I don't care what any scale says. He's the buck 90 tops. Tops. 
They were saying the same thing about Tua. I was telling people, like, no, don't, don't, do not believe what the college has put out there, please. 225, no, definitely not. Jordan and Phoenix joins us here on Opposite Picks. What's going on, Jordan? How are you today, bud? Doing well, Scott. How are you this morning? Eh, not too bad. Not too bad. What's on your mind today? Good, good. Uh, last night, uh, so I uh, I went to bed with the Clippers leading, leading the Warriors. Not that I had a bet on it. I just assumed the Clippers would get their first W with uh, Westbrook in, in the lineup. And I uh, wake up this morning to see that they – they took another L. Uh, what you get, what you said today, they're traveling up to Sacramento. I know it's not too much of a travel going from uh, San Francisco, but with Kawhi out, uh, I honestly think uh, Westbrook and Paul George are going to tweak out a W if that if Paul George plays tonight. What do you think is up with the Clippers? Right. I mean, you think Westbrook is literally a cancer, or you think? You just think that they're not they're not clicking yet. I know it's only a couple games. Don't I know it's still way early, but I mean, for some reason, whatever any team this guy goes to, the teams they just they just don't seem to be like a a team. I guess. Yeah, I don't know. It's, it's weird, right? I mean, he's a good player. Um, you know, he's not a ball hog in that he shoots twenty five times a game anymore. You know, he shot twelve times last night, so it's it can't all be on him. I, I don't know. It's weird. I, I thought it was going to work out with the Lakers. I really did. But I, I think it's an example, Jordan, of how, you know, you could put up numbers but not play winning basketball. It's, you know, like you get some of these guys, the Christian Woods, and then even LeBron, and I always say it about LeBron. I mean, you know, yeah, anybody could score 20 points if you're on the court for 35 minutes a game. You just can't because no one plays any defense. But you're not winning games. So it, it's gotten to the totally point with agree. him where he's just not winning games, I guess. You know, not playing any defense, not really stepping up defensively at all. Uh, that must be it. So, but I, I would have uh, thought they, Scott, they, they lost a couple first... bad games, too. Yep, go ahead. They have. They lost those over those overtime games were a little rough. I actually tonight, or I should say this morning, a uh, little action while I'm at work, I'm going to take UNC Asheville. I think that's their name. First, first half minus five and a half. Uh, for this morning. So that's that's a little play I got going. I think they're playing Charleston Southern or something like that with all these college names. There's so many college teams out there nowadays. I don't even know know who is who. But I uh, appreciate you yeah. taking my call, Scott. Uh, what's I, I just signed up for your uh, for your podcast. I, I've been signed up for six months. I just looked at my email. I got all these these messages. So uh, I'll be uh, I'll be looking <laughs> listening to that today also. Oh, cool. Cool. All right. Well, welcome aboard. Uh, six months later, I, I, you know, I guess you haven't been listening so either, but uh, all right. Yeah. Make a point of getting to listen. Appreciate it, Scott. <laughs> Have a good day. You got it, Jordan. All right, man. Appreciate it. 844-843-6879. You know, I'm, I'm looking at, uh, yeah, I, I get that all the time. You know, guys will join the podcast then they just, they forget to listen or this, that, and what have you, but we have a pretty good time with the podcast. So um, I'm looking at this uh, Southeast Missouri state, Tennessee state game. Wow. This this really is like at the one, uh, I won't even say that, at the, eh, I'll say is it, 117 left in a game, there was 150 points scored, 81-69. And at, at the point, 12 points where, there's one thing about these tournament games, I think this was a tournament game, yeah. You know, these teams that are trailing never give up because half of them realize their season's over. So why not foul, right? So uh, Southeast uh, Missouri State, SEMO is up uh, 12. 
81-69 with a minute 17 left. They miss a three-pointer. It's down to 59 seconds, 81-69. You got 150 points. Somehow or another, they squeeze 24 points in the final minute. Holy fudge. I don't know, and Richard didn't say in his tweet what the over-under was, but let, let's assume, uh, you know, it was, oh, I think it did actually. What, what did he say, 160, uh, 170, something like that, right? Um, it was uh, 160. So it went way over. That, that's the only consolation. At least it went way over. So they, uh, with 52 seconds left, a couple of free throws, foul, um, 40 seconds left. It was 81-75. So you're still only at 156, which means they scored 18 points in the final 40 seconds. Foul, two free throws. Layup, 31 seconds left. Foul, two free throws. Um, layup, 20 seconds left. Now they're at the 163. They still scored 11 points in the final 20 seconds of a seven-point game. Foul, two free throws. Three-pointer, foul, two free throws, nine seconds left. Layup, three seconds left, foul, two more free throws. Holy crow. Uh, 91-83, 31 points I got in the final minute 17. That's unbelievable. Like I said, the only thing that made it would have been worse is the overrunner was like 170. But at least at 160, it was you were cooked. You were just cooked. But that is crazy, right? I mean, that many fouls, that's, that, that, that's just wow. All right, uh, but you see that. that. That's why it's tough betting unders in these uh, college games. Tough betting unders. Pyramid plays tonight. Uh, best NBA play. Love Phoenix, lane to four. Why not? Got to play a hunch. They, they put um, Durant's over-under at 23 and a half. I'm not going to play that, but I'm going to go under Chris Paul, 11 and a half points. He only had two, eight shots. You know, he was one of eight, but I got a feeling he's going to defer. And he he's the one scoring wise. He's the one that's going to suffer. So under 11 and a half points, Chris Paul tonight for Phoenix. Uh, Devils laying a buck 15 against Vegas. College basketball, going to go on my Salukis. I don't, don't want to put the black cloud on them, but Southern Illinois laying two and a half Missouri Valley play against Missouri State. I will right, we'll close up shop next. Office Pick Sports Grid Radio. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. You're listening to Opposite Picks with Scott Wetzel on the Sports Grid Radio Network. All right, welcome back. It is Opposite Picks right here on Sports Grid Radio, wrapping up shop. But it's a tough, uh, tough, tough week for uh, yours truly. I, I will say that. I uh, got a lot of emails about the nighttime show. Hopefully, you know, things get resolved here and then uh, we can go back to doing business at night. So I do appreciate the emails and the support and the tweets and everything. But I'll let you know. Uh, we, we should know more about that on, uh, on over the weekend, hopefully on, on Monday. Uh, yeah, we had some guy stealing my opposite picks. Uh, the guy over the four letter network, uh, you know, please uh, get, get your own bit. Thank you very much. Two, uh, Rafi Tickets uh, tweets in. He says, Scott, finally, people are listening to you, uh, picking up on what you've been saying. Sends me an article uh, on yahoo.com. And you can write any article you want, but uh, UCLA is strong bet flying under the radar. Yeah, we've been telling you about that. How long have we been telling you about that, right? 
for two weeks now, uh, UCLA is the play. Uh, the odds are, are out of whack. The other thing, remember yesterday, we talked about the Brooklyn Nets, right, not making the playoffs. They were plus 360. Uh, no lie, an hour, I would say, into my podcast, so about an hour or so later, the odds dropped on the Nets to make the playoffs no from plus 360 to plus 3-1. to one after we brought it up and talked about it and then looked at their schedule. And I'm telling you, the boys in Vegas, they listen. They do listen. You know what it is today? Plus 245. 360 yesterday. Again, we're always, we try and be ahead of the curve, whether it was us that caused the line to drop or just betting or who knows. All I know is yesterday, you listen to me, you could have had them to not to not make the playoffs at plus 360. Now it's only plus 245. I think it's still a pretty good bet because I don't think they're making the playoffs. And that, remember, that's the final eight. Not, not the final ten, but the final eight. So moving the dial as we like to do here on uh, Sports Grid Radio. We lost all our open parlays. Yikes. I'll put the hockey plays on the website, on the, on the hockey page, the shots on goal. Uh, we did hit with our can't lose uh, open parlay with Houston. So we're up to 212 bucks. Not bad. Cha-ching, cha-ching. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Actually, enjoy your weekend. We'll talk to you uh, Monday right here. Ops Pick Sports Good Radio.